3: On the air.
0: It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford
1: County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air.
3: From the Willow Window Broadcast Center, Willow Window. Making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks. Online at willowwindow.pro.
0: Now live from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, here's Truman Jones.
1: Good morning, Rutherford County. Had a great Easter yesterday. Uh, My mind was back to normal again. I was thoroughly enjoying the day and, and over at my brother's house uh, Mike and Robbie and I guess we had about 30 people over and it was so, so nice out yesterday. Uh, of course it's Greg Tucker's show but uh, I just want to let everybody know what a wonderful time it is with Easter and with, with our beloved uh, Jesus Christ and everything seems to be just so special during that time and Greg I know you had a good time but um, um, t- today is Monday and now we're back in the real world again it's, 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 it's pretty hard to go back to the realism of what's going on in, in the world today uh, after you had the special day in church and, and with all your friends and family. Um, I don't. I don't mean to start everybody's Monday off bad, but uh, uh, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not. I'm not too happy with the real world right now. But uh, after going through a special day like Easter yesterday,
2: well, we made a special Easter too, and and had similar feelings. Uh, we visited in the Freedom of Worship Church, a new church out on Bragg highway relatively new Mm -hmm. and we visited because my son his wife and my granddaughter all were part of a very special performance uh, singing and uh, uh, rejoicing Mm -hmm. uh, for resurrection day as they called it so we spent about two and a half hours in extended Easter service which wound up with a performance by the children of the church Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, did Cora sing? Cora sang with the group, and then mm-hmm. did her Bible verse oh, wow. from memory. Yeah, and I uh, appreciated that the church uh, congregation really encourages the little the little ones. Mm-hmm. Every time one of the little ones would do their verse or whatever, they'd get a big ovation, and and. Uh, very encouraging. It was uh, an interesting experience because it was very much a modern perform a modern service with the instruments, the keyboard, and the and drums, uh, uh, emphasizing the the program, and then a traditional uh, sermon, and uh, a lot of socializing after after the service. A lot of little ones. When any, anywhere I go, I get to. Pat a baby and, and maybe pick up a child and squeeze them a little bit. I enjoy, like the children.
1: I don't believe you saw anybody from my church over there, did you? Uh,
2: this was not a traditional per- church performance. Especially Church of Christ. Before. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, as much as I enjoy the a cappella singing, mm-hmm. uh, I give them credit. The fellow on the uh, keyboard was extraordinary, and I learned that he is a professional Uh Musician mm-hmm. plays around town uh, and and in Nashville, but uh, on Sunday he comes and is part of the congregation.
1: Did you sing?
2: I sang after they weren't singing from the Methodist hymnal, so I had to listen a while to kind of pick up on what was what was being, mm-hmm. uh, what the music was. But once I kind of figured it out, yeah, I tried.
1: Are you a, kind of like an alto? The the sound is that would be. I have no idea. You just sing. I just sing, <laughs> and uh, see, see what, only in crowds. See see at Crescent Church of Christ, they, they they have a lot of songs where you have the sopranos and the altos and the bass and and all of those and you 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 kick in in the song at certain times and it's amazing. Uh, <coughs> how a cappella sounds when you're able to mix all of those together at certain times. It's just just a beautiful sound.
2: Well, as you know, my children, when they were young, beginning at five years old or so, uh, did a cappella hymn singing and uh, performed around the county. And uh, I really favor that, particularly if it's uh, you know youthful voices. Yeah, I want to hear the voice. Uh, as as much as he can.
1: Well, you know, we were at my brother's house, like I said earlier, and uh, <coughs> it was a typical old country Easter time. You know, we enjoyed all the company with each other, the the, the fellowship, and then all the kids get to go out, do the eggs, and then the guys that they get all their weapons out and start. Shooting targets and it, <laughs> it, it it just takes in everything. It just it's just really a special day, and well, Mike and Robbie did such a great job with it. Uh,
2: as part of the Easter for the family, a, a new animal was added to the menagerie. Uh, but it's an interesting program that I'll share maybe others. The Nashville Zoo uh, has an uh, apparently an animal adoption program. And it's not the wild animals. Uh, People from time to time give or leave at the zoo, uh, domestic animals or domesticated animals. Mm -hmm. And uh, the zoo has an adoption program. So my son went up there and adopted a big black rabbit for Easter. And the zoo, as an incentive to take the animals and give them a home, they gave him a, a... box full of Timothy hay, mm-hmm. which is favored apparently by the rabbit, and a bag of uh, mature rabbit feed and instructions on how to, how to work your rabbit. And the rabbit is very much a, a uh, raised as a pet. I mean, you pick him up, pat him, uh, you know, he likes to be handled, and uh, I don't know what his future is going to be on the farm, but right now he's got a good home.
1: Uh, depends on how far you'll let him get away from his <laughs> um, or what whatever he lives in at the time. Yeah, because a, a a rabbit could be not a wound very often if you <laughs> if you let him go free.
2: I don't think he'd make it as a as a feral rabbit. Uh, he'll he'll be uh, he'll have his home his cage, but you can take him out, put him in the yard. And he doesn't take off. He's, you know, accustomed to being, being handled and such. We'll see how that works out.
1: He's accustomed to your face, right?
2: I don't know about the face, but he's certainly accustomed to being handled and picked up. And see a little girl with him and the crook of her elbow walking around uh, is cute. Black. I mean, he's as black as a black cat. Uh, we'll see. See, let me do a little bit of a commercial for the Rutherford County Historic Society. Their outreach program uh, recently went to Smyrna. Uh, what they do is when uh, the, the ransom school closes at noon on Saturday, mm-hmm. they then will go to one of our communities and uh, have lunch at uh, one of the uh, places in the community. And uh, then tour either a historic property or uh, or a historic uh, intersection or something. Uh, The next one, uh, Versailles.
1: Versailles.
2: Yeah, well, that depends on how you want to say it. Uh, But that's going to be the target community. There's a restaurant there that uh, we'll do for lunch. Is it
1: still open?
2: I hope so. That's the plan. And uh, the host will be uh, the, the venerable Pettis Reed. It's, uh, Why would
1: you say he's venerable? Uh, I've uh, never known Pettus to be that way.
2: Is that right? Yeah. Define it. Why? <laughs> so we know what your objection is. Uh, he's the host, and it'll be Saturday afternoon. He's pretty
1: much wide open. He's wide open. Yeah
2: uh... and he's interesting he can tell yeah. a good story he can tell a good joke too yeah uh, catch you on that uh, when is this going to happen well it's either going to be the tenth of april or the seventeenth of april and if one of my colleagues out there is listening call in and remind me which uh, saturday it is because i couldn't couldn't remember that this morning yeah. but uh... this is a program that i hope will continue once a month at least with uh, what I call the Historic Society outreach to some of the uh, communities around the county.
1: So, why do you do that?
2: To uh, better expose us to the history of the county as a whole. Obviously, we center on Murfreesboro, that's where we're based. Mm. But uh, there's a lot of history out there in the county.
1: Sometimes and, uh, being exposed is not a good thing, though.
2: You are in a mood this morning. Aren't I am you? in a mood. <laughs> All right. What would you like to talk about this morning?
1: I want to go back to sleep.
2: Uh, well, I can probably put you to sleep. Let's see what's a good sleep. See, topic? I,
1: I got up at four o'clock this morning to go work out, and uh, I was in pretty good shape until everybody started talking this morning, and I'm just uh, I'm way out in right field, not left field. Just want to let you know that.
2: Well, let's see. Uh, I, did, I found an uh, old newspaper the other day uh, and it excited me because it's a copy of a paper that was once the leading paper in Murfreesboro, which has completely disappeared. Uh, if you wanted to research into the newspapers, uh, it's very difficult to go any further back than 1931. Beginning in 1931, the Daily News Journal and soon thereafter, the Rutherford Courier, were our two newspapers. And we have complete sets of all the editions of oh, those wow. two papers, beginning when the Daily News Journal was created uh, in 1931. But as you would expect, it, there were papers. In fact, at sometimes there were three, four papers going at the same time in Murfreesboro. And, for example, during the Civil War, there was a paper that uh, favored the Confederacy, and a paper set up by the Yankees. Uh, So we had two papers then. One of those is what I stumbled across, a copy of the Free Press, 1884. And uh, the Reconstruction period ended in about uh, 1879. So this is a few years after that when things had freed up where they could... uh, uh, you know, speak freely. And uh, the free press disappeared by the 1900s. Um, But the people who put out the newspaper, the Hendersons, two of them at the time, G.T. Henderson and Reese Henderson, uh, had another paper, and it continued until uh, it was bought by... uh, Mr. Beasley and his son, in the late 20s, just in time. Those
1: were local people.
2: Yeah, these are all local, yeah. local people. Uh, and then uh, in the same box where I came across this Free Press, and what I'm going to do is, it's interesting. The the print in the Free Press is tiny. It looks like about six to seven point type for those of you who know type that sizes. And
1: me,
2: yeah. Very small, almost you know, magnifying glass to read the paper, and the paper is huge. It's as big as a tablecloth if you mm-hmm. undo it and fold it out. Uh, and I wondered if somebody well, it is a twice a week. I call it a semi-weekly. Uh, somebody had to typeset by hand back in those days mm-hmm. to set that paper up. Very interesting. The paper is heavy with uh, ads, some of which look like news items and interesting that uh, I'd say fifty percent of them are for cures for whatever ails you. Uh, Obviously things that uh, probably... I need some of that. Yeah. Well anything, uh, you know, if it's a bad knee joint, a sore knee joint, or uh, difficulty with digestion or whatever, it's in there somewhere. Uh, And then the balance of it beyond that is uh, local community, what we might not call gossip, but information on local communities, a lot of names. You know, so and so had dinner with so and so. So and so is visiting with their parents from such and such. That a would in the
1: Daily News Journal as it is today.
2: Well, uh, if you uh, if your community is in there, I'm sure that you would read uh, the uh, Floridan, for example, or Donalds mm-hmm. Chapel have their own little little columns. Uh, but also I got hold of a, a 1908 which is again this one's the home journal which until 1931 was the leading paper from about 19, 1905 or so was really the leading paper mm-hmm. the home journal and uh, on the front page was something that uh, caught my attention because it was reporting on a meeting a dinner meeting of the Knights of Pythias. Sometimes How do you
1: spell that last one?
2: P-Y-T-H-I-A-S, okay. Knights of Pythias. Yeah. And today, uh, very few people are even aware, but in the 1900s, it was the one of, very much the leading uh, civic social organization of the period, of course, limited to uh, adult males. Mm-hmm. And uh, this article, was reporting on a gathering they had about 50. It said about 50 present. Uh, You read through the list and all the business names, prominent names of the community. Uh, But when I read what they reported on the program of that particular meeting, which I think must have been an annual meeting, Mm -hmm. uh, the program to me demonstrated an awful lot of courage on the part of the individuals because every attendee at the dinner in order to get his dinner had to answer a question in writing and the question was what is woman and each one of them was was obligated to write out his answer to that question and uh... I, I don't know whether they knew at the time but the next day every one of their answers was printed in the newspaper so you can see uh...
1: Well, wait a minute now. I want you to answer that question.
2: Oh, I'm going to answer it over and over here.
1: Because that is the most special thing in our lives. Uh-huh. When you think about it, first of all, it's your mom who, who has you and goes through all the, the process of it. And then it becomes your wife who becomes the most special person in your life. And and, and, and they're, they're so smart. Uh, They're just so warm to be around. Uh
2: huh. Uh, You got to go.
1: That that would be that would be a very easy uh, question to answer. Uh
2: huh. You got to go home after this too, don't you?
1: (laughs) No, mine's gone.
2: I know. I know. Well, uh, the first one that was quoted is probably one of your ancestors, Enoch Jones, and just like you were just offering, he said, "Queen of the Heart." Yes. Cares, thoughts, words, and deeds of every true American gentleman. Yes. Yes. I agree. And and just below him, a name that's very prominent in this area, Jettun, J E T T O N. Jettun. If you look at the uh, deed records for the very first sale of properties around the square in Murfreesboro, mm-hmm. you'll see Jettun. He also turns up uh, that name, the ancestor, in uh, the first county seat up at Jefferson. Mm-hmm. And he was one that was shrewd enough to see, hey, the county seat's going to move. It's time for me to move my business. Mm-hmm. And uh, he immediately moved into the the new uh, county square. Yeah. Uh, but he's a bit of a poet. Uh, Jeton writes, The divine artist stayed his hand. All things were finished, even man. But a last touch was needed. A void to fill, he created woman. She fills it still.
1: So they had time to prepare that before they. No,
2: apparently they were. He came in. They were handed a piece of paper and said, "Write out an answer to this question," and uh, then you can get in line and get your get your meal. Uh,
1: he was born a poet. There's no doubt about that. One.
2: No doubt, and he also knew he was going to have to go home. Yeah. <laughs> And as I say, I hope they knew that it would be in the newspaper the next day. That one certainly did. The next one is Ledbetter. Doc Ledbetter, who was the son of the Ledbetter who made the Rutherford Rifles,
1: mm.
2: literally. Yeah. There was an armory in the, during the early years of the Confederacy producing mm-hmm. rifles, and it was run by the Ledbetters. And uh, just recently, my friend Billy Ledbetter, we lost him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lived a long, very full life. But uh, when we lost him, we lost a lot of history. Yeah. Because he's a direct descendant of the Ledbetters and also was a lineal descendant of the Lytles. And uh, his library is, is a treasure. I hope some of it remains. But his uh, uh, grandfather, I think it would have been Doc Ledbetter, said, woman, the first, watch this one, has got a twist in it, mm-hmm. woman, the first great trust, chartered by Eve on principles just, founded for good and not for a curse, and but for graft, controls the universe. Wow. You know, Ledbetter seemed to have kind of mixed feelings there. Uh, I have no idea what he, why he put in, and but for graft, controls the universe. Uh, maybe Did he, he was. He know Hillary? <laughs> maybe he is suggesting that uh, the bad things are not under their control,
1: but yeah.
2: hard, hard to say.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, J. T. Bragg. There's a name that uh, very common mm-hmm. in this area. Uh, he wrote very short quote. Woman, never understood. He's He had some experience there that he was afraid to deal with. That's all he said, never understood.
1: Did he go home that night?
2: Uh, I'll check the hotel records and see.
1: I bet you she could tell you. <laughs>
2: uh, well, they, they go home that night, but the next day when it appeared in the paper, well, one of his buddies, T.B. Carney, that name may not be as familiar to some, but the property, it was one of the last of the big property holdings on the north side of Murphsboro, mm-hmm. just uh, would have been to the west of Oaklands. And I'm familiar with it because of the Ransom School, the Historic Society headquarters, are on part of the property that was part of the Kearney estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kearney said one word, quote, boss. Is that a positive or a negative?
1: I, I would I would make that a negative, yeah because the the ladies have so many gifts that far outreaches us, but what? the the biggest gift they have it, it they have a a very strong heart and, and, and love they, I mean, they they can exhibit that better than we can
2: uh, well, the Theme or point of them being in charge seems to come up quite often uh, as there. Uh,
1: Back in those days, it wasn't near like it, it uh, is today as far as... Uh, well, I, don't the re- I think the relationships change over the years. Uh,
2: yes, I think they do. But I can't really explain the old ones. Uh, Mr. Arnold, and this is uh, probably the sheriff who was the sheriff in the uh, period following Reconstruction Mm -hmm. or his son who was a uh, master builder back in that period, Arnold. God's noblest plan, made to please and command. See the recurring theme as to who's in charge there. Uh, Avent. Uh, in the line of uh, the Murphy Descendants, Avent comes up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, In fact, I, most of us probably know someone, Avent, today. Uh, he said, quite simply, the best thing on earth.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, you, you can't argue with that. Uh, another Bragg, probably related. This is W.B. Bragg. Woman, I don't know, do you? to make a commitment there.
1: What a wimp! <laughs> what a wimp! Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, if you think about it, women are looked at differently. Like you look at your mom differently, your grandmother, your wife, sister. All of those, you're gonna give a, a different, uh, um, I, I guess, comparison. I guess we're gonna take a quick break. And we'll be right back with Greg Tucker.
0: From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSradio.com.
4: Adams Place is founded by Dr. Carl E. Adams, a physician and lifelong resident of Middle Tennessee. He and Jenny May had a dream of building a campus concept of life care facilities for older adults.
3: Adams Place residential living director, Terry Deal.
4: Discover that senior living is fun. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. Friends, I've got some great news for you from Discount Mattress. They're moving, and to reduce cost, all remaining inventory is priced to go. You can save even more on their already discounted prices. They're located at 1614 Northwest Broad Street near the Georgetown Kroger. Discount Mattress has been serving Murfreesboro's mattress needs since 2001, is locally owned and operated, and is excited to offer these reduced prices prior to their move. Stop in today at the corner of North Northwest Broad and Northfield to take advantage of the moving sale prices.
3: Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will show you how to retire in two to five years. Your age doesn't matter. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show.
4: The Dell Walmsley Radio Show, Monday through Saturday, 11 to noon, right here on News Radio WGNS.
3: All right, guys, this is Scott. I want to encourage you to make your health a priority. It's easier than you think at Low T Center. They are reinventing the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone levels. They offer a comprehensive health assessment so you know all the numbers that are important to your health. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, lack of motivation and drive, have noticed a weight gain or a loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. It all starts with a quick and easy health assessment, and it's covered by most health insurance. Low-T Center is concierge medicine exclusively for us men, and they now offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety, including a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. Self-inject at-home treatments are $135 a month for self-pay, or covered by most health insurance. To schedule your health assessment, go to lowtcenter.com. Low Low-T-Center, reinventing men's health care.
0: Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. The Rutherford County
5: School Board will decide this week whether masks will be mandatory for students. Right now, all students must wear masks in the classroom, but a group of parents is calling on the school board to give them a choice on whether the child wears a mask at school. They say masks hinder a child's school experience. Rutherford County is tied with four other counties on the state's top ten list of counties with the lowest unemployment rates. Rutherford, Knox, Sumner, Hickman, and Robertson County all tied at 3.9% unemployment. Williamson County continues to have the state's lowest jobless rate in February, 3.1, down 0.01 of a percentage point from January. During the first 90 days of 2021, Tennessee Valley Healthcare has vaccinated more than 37,000 veterans with COVID 19 vaccines. There are 139 VA healthcare systems offering COVID 19 vaccines, and TVHS ranks in the top 25% for most vaccinations distributed. In the state of Tennessee, TVHS is the leader among other VA hospitals, averaging 401 vaccinations each day. Spring turkey hunting season opened in most of Tennessee. The season officially got underway on Saturday. Governor Lee tweeted on opening day wishing his fellow hunters across the state good luck. The season ends May 16th. And Dolly Parton fully vaccinated against the coronavirus. The Severe County native got her second dose of the COVID-19 vaccine at Vanderbilt on Friday. Dolly donated a million dollars to help with research of the Moderna vaccine and got her first dose of the vaccine on March 2nd. News on demand 24-7 at WGNSradio.com.
0: I'm Ron Jordan reporting
1: At Heritage South Community Credit Union, we help when others won't. It's what our members tell us we do every day. Whether it's a loan for a car you need to get to work or saving for the future, let us see if we can help. If you live, work, worship, or attend school in Rutherford, Bedford, or Marshall Counties, you can be a member of Heritage South. Visit our website, HeritageSouth.org, to learn more. Insured by NCUA,
4: Equal Housing Lender. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com.
3: Good neighbor weather. Mainly sunny this afternoon, high in the upper seventies. Clear tonight, low near fifty. High of seventy-eight on Tuesday. Lots of sunshine. Tuesday night, low of fifty-four. I'm meteorologist Laura Lockwood, on News Radio WGNS. Right now, fifty.
0: It's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSradio.com.
1: And welcome back with Greg Tucker as he is uh, has all these uh, gentlemen that are uh, kind of uh, leading lights of the community. Yes. They're, they're uh, giving their opinion of probably the most precious thing that's ever been on this earth, and that's the ladies. Uh,
2: during the break, we were talking about what is this organization, Knights of Pythias. It was formed right uh, shortly after the Civil War. Uh, it was formed at the initiative of a congressman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it originally uh, originated in Washington, D.C., uh, and is, I believe, was the first social civic organization to be chartered by Congress, so it had a national uh, charter. Uh, The expressed goals at that time were to promote patriotism and to promote support for constitutional authority. Mm -hmm. And you can see in the aftermath of the Civil War that probably was an area of concern. Uh, it uh, grew very rapidly and had a tremendous uh, membership going into the 1920s, which is when mm-hmm. it peaked. But then, uh, in the depression years and thereafter, it faded uh, very quickly. Out of curiosity, I looked up a membership list, and uh, FDR was a very prominent member mm-hmm. uh, long before he became president, and continued, as did just about every president during the 1920s in that period. I noted that Louis Armstrong was uh, a member uh, during his li- early life. Uh, so an interesting organization, and it's still around, but uh, much, much less, uh, uh, as are all all these uh, social civic organizations are <clears throat> different, a little different now. Yeah. Well, we were talking about the uh, contest. It turns out it was uh, uh, in order to. Get your meal at the annual gathering here in Rutherford County, and uh, the members at that time were just about all of the leading business and uh, uh, political figures in in the community. And uh, the next one that we were looking at was Earthman. The Earthman, uh, the Earthman name was very prominent in the post-war industrialization, or Mm post-reconstruction industrialization of Rutherford County. Also in the banking community, although that didn't go very well for one of the Earthmans. Uh, He ended up accused and convicted of bank fraud. In the 1940s, Doc Earthman was our congressman Mm -hmm. from this area, so Earthman's a prominent name. Uh, And apparently at this time, one of the early Earthman's was a physician, Dr. V.K. Earthman. And uh, his definition was, woman is heaven's most beautiful and fragrant flower. A lot of these guys want to cut both ways. Yeah. Most beautiful and fragrant flower, comma, and hell's most hellish fiend. Whoa. Sounds to me like he's had mixed experience there. Yeah. His uh relative and this again is pretty close, J. B. Earthman said, God's masterpiece, semicolon, the devil's chief accomplice. It's another one that's going both ways. Mm-hmm. Uh
1: were they asked to explain that? They were
2: asked to write on a piece of paper their definition of woman. That was it. And that was it. Uh-huh. So you can see and you you have to believe, if they were if they were informed and knew it was going to be in the paper the next day, mm-hmm. they thought about you know what's going to be the reaction when I go home. Uh, here's a familiar name, Lowry. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the great grandfather of some of our friends today. Uh, I. S. Lowry said, "Inconsistency is the name of woman." We talk about today a popular phrase, or used to be, a woman's prerogative to change her mind. Maybe that's what he was suggesting. Yeah. Uh, Well, along that same line, Robinson is a name that runs all through uh, our local history. H.F. Robinson at this time said, Woman, the greatest enigma on earth. Uh...
1: That reminds me. They of, can become complicated.
2: Yeah, well, women are from Venus and men are from Mars, was a popular phrase a few years ago. Yeah. And maybe suggesting the same. They
1: do think differently than we do.
2: Uh, FL Spain, he knew where he was going. Mm-hmm. And again, there's several Spain's E.B. Spain, Tom Spain. But FL said, The greatest gift of God to man, thy love is only exceeded by the giver. Ev Spain, woman is the crowning work of all God's creation, if found in the paths of virtue and righteousness. Otherwise, she is to be loathed above all her creature works. Uh, He sounds like he's trying to be a little bit of a disciplinarian. Tom Spain, Spain's had a business on the square that uh, I've seen evidence of. Mm -hmm. Tom Spain, woman, a ministering angel thou... Quote, uh, excuse me woman a ministering angel thou paren sometimes close paren
1: let me ask you this question would uh, who would influence your decision making on the answer that you would give let me ask you that uh Who more than anyone else would influence that?
2: Well, obviously your mate. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're going to have to go home. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I I mean, it it does kind of open you up a little bit as far as your relationship with uh, the person that's very special to you.
2: Now, I don't know the Wynn family name in this area, but I couldn't help but see that... uh, he decided to dodge the issue completely. Ws win.
1: You talking about uh, with spelt with a W? W i n n. Yeah, yeah. That that that's the the, the last Cash is Milton group up up.
2: I think you're right. Yeah. And he says, an adult female of the human race, talk about dropping back and punting. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that doesn't sound like Bobby. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Let's see. A woodfin. This would be the founding woodfin uh, who in the 1890s started what today is still one of the oldest businesses in the area. It is. Great business. And he uh, agreed with one or two others. Woman. A man's greatest puzzle.
1: It could be that way. It could be that way. That's a
2: Venus and Mars attitude. Yeah. And this one again is uh, Tatum. It's a name not as well-known in the area, but he said, The second and best conception of God, that's biblical, Mm -hmm. and man's superior in all things save physical strength. That's the weaker sex kind of approach, I think.
1: That one I don't understand at all. Uh, I I have problems with that one
2: yeah uh... shacklet the grandfather of the shacklets that we remember mm-hmm. said simply uh, he knew where he was going that evening man's greatest blessing uh... let's see ambrose Crest. Now, this one caught my eye because ambrose Crass married uh... My great grandmother. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, we called him Grandpa Kress. He worked for 50 odd years at the newspaper mm-hmm. typesetter. But his real claim to fame, and I've written an article about him in one of my books, uh, was a, uh, a solicitor collector for charities. During World War II, he was recognized several times for the uh the war bond uh sales that he he did but he also collected for uh the march of dimes and any other charity that he thought was worthwhile and what he would do literally uh put on a sandwich board on which he had written what charity he was working and when he got off work he'd go on to the square mm-hmm. and uh, almost a daily activity and uh, we've got pictures of him with one of his boards on where he's collecting for charity never begging for his own he had a good job but always was collecting for some charity or some cause some need and during the war that of course was the war bonds financing the war effort Uh, at this time he was not married in 1908 but later in life his second wife her second marriage married uh, my great grandmother he said Woman is the noblest and purest work of God, man's best friend, and a ministering angel in the time of need. Yeah. Very good. Relate that. Yeah. Yeah. T.H. Critchlow, one of our early uh, educators, Mm -hmm. Uh, Critchlow school was named for him. Uh, A curious twist here. Woman is an angel in disguise.
1: Nah, that one's a little obscure.
2: Yeah, a little obscure.
1: Yeah.
2: ML Dill, the Dill family owned a large uh, farm property uh, to the east of Murfreesboro. Mm-hmm. In fact, today the uh, Walmart there just off of the Bragg Highway is on the Dill property yeah. and it extended in quite a bit of the surrounding areas. In fact, there's a street out there with a the Dill name. Mm-hmm. Samuel so M.L. Dill was at least one. And also, an, an inventor uh, had several patents, uh, farm equipment type. Oh, yeah. And Mr. Dill said, God's masterpiece. And his noblest. No, nope, that's Mr. Kaysen. I'm sorry. Right next to it. Uh, we also know the Kaysen name. Kaysen said, God's masterpiece. And his noblest gift to man, he went home to a happy family. Uh, Dill said, "The mother of temperance, and guiding star of all Christian homes."
1: That's very Very,
2: good, very positive. Yeah. Which reminds me, one of the expressed objectives of the Knights of Pythias was temperance, Mm -hmm. and uh, it took them uh, 20, 30 years, but eventually, you know, the prohibition passed, 1919. Uh, something like that
1: how many, how many ladies have you known in your lifetime that they never thought of themselves they were always thinking of people uh, in their family or doing things for other people maybe it was their preacher or whatever but they would reach out to others never thinking about what is would be best for themselves
2: in my experience that is a common trait
1: yeah it
2: really is yeah well I said that this was a competition mm-hmm. and uh, yes uh, the person giving the best definition was to receive a handsome Knights of Pythias charm and watch fob so well, there was something there they had a committee to do the judging the committee the awards committee was W.D. Fox Name that was prominent in the business community. B.B. Mm-hmm. B. Carr, one of the early yes. superintendent of the schools. In okay. fact, uh, uh, his line continued to make significant contributions. And a Dr. Reese, R E E S. Yeah. They decided that the winner was Hardy Murphy. Oh, wow. Not our namesake, oh. but his great, great grandson. Uh, the Murphy family seems to have a limited number of names because mm-hmm. uh, there've been a lot of Hardy Murphys. But the Hardy Murphy of that era, who I believe might have been just a great grandson, mm-hmm. yeah, because his father was J. B. Murphy, grandson of the found, founding Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what did he say? And you know, I think I, I agree with the with the judges panel. Hardy Murphy said, "Woman." Man's necessity.
1: Well, I can agree with that. Yeah, that was that was it. But that was that that didn't require a whole lot of thinking. What he just relayed to 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 everybody, man's necessity.
2: You can only speculate as to what was in his yeah, mind.
1: Yeah, But I can. I think s- he should have been a little bit clearer in what he was saying. <laughs>
2: Uh, it, the the particular ambivalence of that two word definition probably what sort of appealed to the judges because you could take it several ways.
1: Well, you know, since you have done this today, <laughs> it's just hit me. Why don't you? Why don't we do a survey from the women in Rutherford County and let them describe man? that would be uh, I, I think we would get uh, uh, if you go from top to bottom I'm, uh, as far as good and bad how they would describe a man I think it would be all over the place and I would like to hear that uh, because um, I, I think we can get a, a more uh, truer statement from the ladies than we would from the men I, I would like to hear how they relate
2: Well, now, are you going to make it a uh, competition so we'll reward the winner?
1: Yeah, I think we should do that. All right,
2: and are you going to tell them in advance that it'll be broadcast on the radio and run in the newspaper?
1: Oh, I don't care about the newspaper. I mean, that doesn't matter. Nobody nobody reads that anyway. Oh, well, it could be Arlo and, uh, what, what is it, Arlo and... Uh, Janice. Janice, yeah, yeah something well, like that. They,
2: they almost every day comment one way or the other. Yeah,
1: so yeah. when do you want to do that? When, when do you want them to I'm send not, in?
2: Uh, you're the one that suggested, and I'm going to leave it to you. I'm not going to... Well,
1: why don't we give them uh, a couple of Mondays, two Mondays from today? Wednesday, Wednesday would be good too. And 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 they need to put their names on. Uh, and what are do they their doing? Their comments.
2: You want a definition of man? Yeah,
1: yeah. How, how? What do they feel that a a man is?
2: I want it clear that this is Truman's idea, not mine.
1: Well, but this this is a. They're not specifying their husband or or whatever what their total feeling is. About well, what a man is.
2: Today, though, would be interesting because we were reading statements made by leading business and professionals from the area
1: yeah.
2: 115 115 years ago. It
1: yeah.
2: would be interesting to see if we did the same thing if we'd have similar results today.
1: Mm, I, I'm sure that we would. I'm sure that they would because... Things change. Men change. Women change. And and uh, some are, are have maintained uh, their um, uh, attitudes toward people from the opposite sex. Well, social uh, for, for for all the way through. Yeah,
2: social norms change. if you think a minute, these opinions predated suffrage. Mm-hmm. These opinions uh, were from an era when. Uh, very few women were in professional roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, very different from today. But uh, I think uh, your observation is, is probably correct that uh, we would find that opinions is very much the same on the particular issue.
1: Yeah, are, are they going to write down... Uh, what they think—that's about the only way that, that that they could do it. Unless no,
2: you can organize it if you want. No,
1: I'm not organizing. <laughs> I'm just saying it would be a nice thing to do, and uh, and if if the ladies would like to do that, um, ladies as a as, as a rule are—I um, think they're truer than men are in a lot of ways. <laughs> they're. Um, but, but they do have a uh, nicer way of looking at it than we do. Can you imagine your grandmama uh, putting that down on paper how How soft and sweet that would be, and full of love, and uh, most of the time, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I miss those days. I really do, yeah. They had, they had such an impact on your life, your, your, your grandmother, your mother, uh, your wife. I, I, there's nothing that can reach out and, and alter a man and make him better than, than a lady can.
2: That's absolutely correct.
1: It took you long enough to say that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to be sure that I know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. Um, let's see how how much uh, 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 how many people want to do that and get involved in that I'm sure there's a lot of ladies out there that would love to comment on that particular question
2: well if anybody would like to uh, check my accuracy uh, the newspaper that I was quoting from the actual document uh, I'm going to take to the County Archives, Mm -hmm. where they know how to preserve and uh, store something of that sort. Uh, The 1884 paper I'm going to take over there. Mm -hmm. We talked about the Free Press. And it's just a a rare uh, piece of paper Mm -hmm. issued during that time period. And then we have a 1904 and a 1908 paper. We were quoting from 1908 and uh, I'm gonna take them all to the uh, archives. Mm -hmm. Anytime I find a paper that predates that 1931 period, I think we need to make an effort to preserve it because there's just very few copies.
1: You know what was interesting to me, I I was uh, leasing out a house while I was waiting on my farm to be ready for me to purchase. And uh, inside the house, I've told you this before, there were walls with inside walls in that house and I went up and I found them and some of those newspapers in there were in pretty good shape and they were back in the 1800's yeah. which was amazing
2: well anything like that today that surfaces or is found needs to be preserved and I recommend the archives to do it I have a stack of papers from the 1930's and 40's which are interesting because of the headlines and such but uh, all that is digitized now or at least on microfilm available at the library and the actual documents are at the archives mm-hmm. so it's not as important that we preserve you know, copies of that but anything before 1931 uh, on some of our early newspapers uh, is a treasure and we need to try to save and hold on to them
1: It's good to know how the people are thinking back then
2: That's right and uh, that's why what we just went over this morning was interesting to me is we are we're talking 115 years ago when the social relationships were very different Mm -hmm. but we heard uh, some very familiar comments uh, in response to this
1: well just think how old your grandparents were and my grandparents and we got to see how they would relate to other people not just inside the family but others and uh, um, I see a lot of difference and of course our grandparents would be well over a hundred years old I've got one that would be over a hundred and fifty years old
2: Well I see my grandparents would all have been born in the 1890s but then even my parents would be a hundred today because we're 2020? Yeah. Anybody born after 1920, you've hit
1: 100. And the world was so much different back then. In fact, uh, uh, we, there were very few things. I mean, we even had outhouses back then, and, and that was, and you you were lucky to have those outhouses at, at the time. There, there was very little that was well, offered back then yeah. that we have now.
2: Telephones had been invented, but were not all that common. Electric lights were available in 1908, but not very common.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Very few rural areas had been electrified, so a different world. Had to be. But people related to each other, as demonstrated by our reading today, uh, in similar ways, similar opinions.
1: Yeah. In a house... Uh, back in those days, you, you were lucky to have 500 square feet in, in a house.
2: That's all you needed. Yeah. You know. and,
1: and everybody was living on top of each other, but I think you, you were closer. You, you enjoyed each other's company a whole lot more back in those days than they do now. Well, Everything uh, is, is uh, uh, in, in the tech world, uh, things are not as warm anymore as they were back in those days and, and, and the love was not expressed as much as it was back then. It's, it's just amazing. I miss those days you think we need to wh- wh- where where are we dining today
2: Well uh, Busters is a favorite of uh, our friend Joe yeah Joe and that suits me uh twice in one month would be extraordinary for me but
1: uh, uh, be worth it are you hungry today because I I ate so much yesterday I'm not sure I'll be hungry in another week from now <laughs>
2: that's uh one of the side benefits of uh, family gatherings is there's yeah. always more food than you can handle
1: all right guys I guess we're we're done and I didn't go to sleep actually that A little questionnaire was um, made for a pretty good show. A
2: pretty good show. Yeah. All right. Maybe we can do better next week.
1: Yeah. You did well. All right, guys. We'll see you in the morning at 9, and I think we've got uh, Larry and Bobby Stewart. In fact, I know we do. It's going to be a great show. See ya.
0: From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSradio.com. Since 1981,
3: Willow Window's been making homes beautiful all over Tennessee, from decks and railings to doors and windows. Visit WillowWindow.pro. Willow Window, the official sponsor of the WGNS studios. WillowWindow.pro.